0: Here and we are good with Mr. Gary Seegers. Uh, when you were on two weeks ago, because I write this crap down, you had the 49ers come through for you, right? So you had San yes, Francisco. Indeed. Uh, good. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Three, two. Yes, he is back to help me kick things off on this latest edition of the Three Dog Thursday podcast. Always love the insight from the guys from the Winning Cures Everything podcast. We have a great relationship going back and forth right now where they agree to let me come into their space and talk and try to impart some underdog wisdom with them. And then they come on with me and keep knocking underdogs out of the park here on Three Dog Thursday. Gary Seeger's with me from the Winning Cures Everything podcast and YouTube show back on the program how you feeling as we head down the home stretch here of october how are things
1: i feel really really good i'm i'm finally starting to get some of these teams, and and the numbers are starting to make more sense uh the underdogs are hitting it's i'm feeling good football is is best in october and november uh so I'm ready to knock some of this stuff out
0: of the park. Uh yes, I would agree with that and we we need to bounce back a little bit because I was already saying this earlier in the show. Uh we were all kind of on Arizona State and that did not work out last week. We're going to begin with some college underdogs coming up here and see uh what some of them can or can't do uh, for this week. So um all right, uh before we get into your underdogs, arguably the the biggest game that had a little bit of a letdown obviously a little bit maybe a stretch, it was a huge letdown. Illinois upsets Wisconsin last week. We were looking at unbeaten uh, uh, whiskey against Ohio State, and now it's a one-loss Wisconsin team. Oh, and Gary Seegers and Chris Giannini of the Winning Cures Everything podcast were OL. They were on location and saw Ohio State in person drum Northwestern last Friday night. I'm looking still at Wisconsin as a possible underdog here. You saw the Buckeyes. What What about this matchup, Gary?
1: Their their lines are gettable, right? Like it, uh, they're not as dominant in the trenches as you might think. Uh, Northwestern is not great on the offensive or defensive lines, uh, but they were able to to get some push against Ohio State. Now, with speed and just overall raw talent and everything else, Ohio State just you know blew the doors off of them. But uh, there are spots where Wisconsin can take advantage of this football team. So long as they don't have the same mental mistakes that they did against Illinois. I I think the Illinois loss for Wisconsin was completely a look ahead spot. I think that that entire team was already laser focused on Ohio state. And truth be told, Wisconsin is not talented enough to be able to overlook anybody, Uh, especially going on the road early morning kickoff. You know, it, it, it wasn't a good spot for Wisconsin. Um, but back to Ohio State, like, yes, they are 100% just a super, super talented team, probably one of the three most talented teams in the country. And, yeah, I mean, they, they could run Wisconsin straight out of the stadium, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think Wisconsin keeps the football from them. Um, I, I mean, that's they lead the country in time of possession. Wisconsin does. So if I'm leaning one way or another, and, and I do like this play, I'm going to have money on it. Uh Wisconsin at a lot of different books are getting more than a touchdown. Oh, yeah. More than two touchdowns. They're uh, they're getting fourteen and a half. So if you're giving me more than two touchdowns with this team and this offensive and defensive line, I will take that all day, every day. I think they're gonna be amped up for this one.
0: And it's kind of fitting into what my theme is gonna be throughout this podcast, that it's a lot of points and an interesting spot. Uh, it'll kind of morph into an NFL underdog that I'm going to be taking later on uh, as well with a team that's getting a lot of points in an interesting spot. So we'll uh, we'll see. All right, one other game to ask you about before we get to your underdogs, LSU. Everybody uh, riding high about the Bayou Bengals, and rightfully so, as they continue to, you know, they lit Mississippi State up uh, last week. They continue to to pile up uh, the yards and, and the points on offense. They play Auburn at home, and Auburn a double-digit underdog. I know the Titanic showdown with Alabama is in two weeks after the bye week. A thought or two here, could Auburn have something for them, or is LSU going to keep rolling? Uh, We're in the SEC in the South. We're in the SEC country. We lean towards the SEC. What about it, Gary? What do you think?
1: Well, the, the Bayou Bengals have won and covered five straight at home against Auburn. I don't look for that to end here. I, I don't think that this is a a good underdog spot. Uh, I don't think Auburn is as good as their record has shown. Yes, their defense is is okay, like they, not even okay. They're really good, but they haven't seen an offense like this. Uh, I think LSU is on a mission, and it, it's like a, a kid with a new you know toy gun. Like they are <laughs> killing everything in their path, and it is just it it's remarkable to see the difference in this offense. Um, LSU is so good. Like, I'm, as as an Alabama fan, I am terrified of this LSU team. So, yeah, I, I don't think that this is one that I would play. Um, obviously, you know, it, it looks appealing because you've got a top ten matchup and you're getting, you know, more than ten points. I don't think it's a good spot, though. I, I think – I mean, obviously, I don't think that the Auburn is as good as Florida. And Florida went in and got beat by two touchdowns and still looked good in the process. So, yeah, I would I would lean LSU here. Um, but, you know, I, hey, I could be talked out of it.
0: Well, but then again, uh, there, there's a reason why they keep scoring on everybody, whether it's Texas, like you mentioned, Florida, whomever it is, they keep scoring on them. And there's no reason to think they're not going to score on Auburn as well, as good as Auburn's defensive line is. We will find out. That's the voice of Gary Seegers with me as part of Three Dog Thursday. Gary and Chris Giannini on the Winning Cures Everything podcast. Love their insight. I come on their show. They come on this show. We cohabitate. We try to give you underdogs now on their show. They're giving you favorites. They're giving you under-over picks. Uh, the whole gamut uh, with the college and the NFL games. I am I am honing Gary in on underdogs, so I am curious where you want to begin in college football. I know you're going to go with two college football underdogs. What's the first one you like and why, sir?
1: Let's go to Atlanta. Georgia State is giving up a point and a half to Troy. Now, Georgia State has looked good here recently, and you remember they got the big win against Tennessee to start off the season. Yes, sir. You yep. know, they they seem to be kind of on a roll here, but they haven't played an offense like Troy's. I like Troy a ton here, getting a point and a half. At, a, it's, it's not a big underdog, but it's still technically an underdog. I'm going to take the Trojans to go in and beat Georgia State this weekend. I think Troy has more talent. I, I think they've got a better coach. Um, I'm I'm all in on the Trojans. Their Their quarterback looks fantastic right now. I'm rolling with Troy to get this W in Atlanta
0: well and of course uh, georgia state comes off the win over army we talked about army at the beginning of the year and how they hung with michigan georgia state beats them This is a team that won two games last year they already now have four wins this season and and troy of course pulled an upset neil brown was the coach then now that now the uh, west virginia coach they upset lsu at lsu they're always good in this conference and it's rare that you can get them as an underdog so you'll take the point and a half with the troy trojans here in the matchup with georgia state that's one of the um interesting sun Belt conference games Uh, that's upcoming Troy a winner uh, last week over South Alabama decisively they did lose to Missouri a couple of weeks ago but Troy also uh, has an easy win over Akron at Akron as a road uh, as a road team there in that matchup so let's see what they can do in that one and I believe you're going to swing all the way out west we've talked about a lot of teams in the south here in the last few minutes you're going to swing all the way out west for another underdog who is it and why
1: Well, let's uh, let's talk about the boys from the Palouse. Let's talk about the Cougars, Washington State, getting 14 at Oregon. Look, Oregon, of course, looks fantastic. They are number seven in the country in yards per play defense. The defense has completely shifted since they brought in the the new defensive coordinator, uh, Avalos. Like, they look good, but this is a situational spot. Washington State, is 4 and 1 straight up, 5 and 0 oh against the spread their last 5 against Oregon, so wow. you know they're not scared at all. Yeah, and on top of that, this is a a letdown look ahead spot for Oregon. They they come off of the big emotional win against Washington on the road last week in Seattle. And then next week they have USC and there's talk about possibilities of game day and, you know, the ABC primetime game, all this stuff. Everybody's talking about USC. Nobody's really talking about Washington State. And we know what Mike Leach does in these kind of situations. He's an <laughs> underdog. He Nobody's thinking about him. They all think that Oregon's going to wipe the floor with him. And while they might, I don't think it's going to happen. Washington State is still number four in the country in yards per play offense. I mean, they are rolling on offense right now. So – while the defense isn't great, I think that this could become a really tight ball game because I think Oregon is going to have trouble stopping this team if they don't get up for it. Give me Washington State and all them points plus fourteen. I, I like them to uh, to cover this spread. I'm not going to go money line on it, but uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if Washington State got the win.
0: How about that? Uh, I love the insight there. What was that again? 4-1 and straight up and 5-5 for against the spread against Oregon in the last five meetings for for Washington State in the matchup. So that's very interesting. And I know they got back on track. They almost, shoulda, coulda, woulda, they almost upset Arizona State a couple of weeks ago in Tempe before uh, Arizona State scored in the final minute of the game to beat them. They then throttled Colorado last week, Wazoo. I know we're going to talk with Anthony Beck a little bit later on on many subjects. He had that Washington State-UCLA track meet game earlier in the year where they blew the lead and lost 67-63 in that one. Uh, and I like your theory on look ahead. You're kind of talking me into this a little bit. That Oregon played such an emotional game last week with uh, with Washington. They have USC. Is it a look ahead? Very interesting play. Wazoo and the 14 or 14 and a half uh, here for the matchup with Oregon. Gary Seegers with me for a few more moments. Let's turn uh, to the NFL, uh, where where from one week to the next we can't figure this league out it's tough I mean it's it's hard to fathom how the New York Jets I'll talk more with Beck about this he was at the game Monday night Jets and Patriots how the Jets beat the Cowboys and then turned around and looked so awful on, on Monday night you you look at the Cowboys who were floundering every which direction and then they just turned it on last Sunday night against the Eagles from one week to the next we don't really know for sure do we in the NFL you can flip the switch on and we see teams doing that
1: it, yes, we most certainly do. It, it is, it's is—it's a little bit of a mess, and what we have this weekend are a ton of really good teams against bad teams. And that doesn't set up great for, for gambling purposes or for underdog picks, for that matter, because, you know, the lines all look about right. But I did find one out west that I really, really like. I'm going to go on and go to San Francisco. Now, a couple of weeks ago, when I was on with you, I took the 49ers against the Rams. Yes, you did. I love the 49ers.
0: Yes, the you teams. did. Yes, you did.
1: I am actually going to go the opposite direction this time. I'm going against the 49ers. Now, when they covered against the Browns at home on Monday night, that was only the second time that they had covered as a home favorite in the last 20 football games Ooh. at home. <laughs> and now you're telling me that a Carolina Panthers team is going to come in and get five and a half points. Five and a half is way too many here. Look, we get it. San Francisco was undefeated. Everybody likes them right now, but Carolina with Kyle Allen at quarterback is also undefeated.
0: That's correct.
1: I am going to roll with the Panthers here. I like their defense a lot. I, uh, I would, I would probably lean the under here as well, but we're not going to get into that. Of course, we're talking underdogs. So Panthers plus five and a half at the 49ers. Don't know if they win the game, but five and a half is just absurd. I, I think this is a field goal either way. Uh, give me Carolina here. I, I love this pick
0: and I saw the Panthers I've seen them twice this year with Cam Newton on the Thursday night lost to my Buccaneers and then with Kyle Allen in London now two weekends ago and he's composed I mean San Francisco will try to rattle him that crowd is going to be stoked uh, at Levi Stadium for this game because remember the 49ers have now as you mentioned beaten the Rams at the Coliseum and then in the slop at FedEx Field shut out the Redskins 9 nothing. so they haven't been home for a few weeks now they're back home with a chance to win this let's see how Kyle Allen does Christian McKenzie McCaffrey, of course, returning to the San Francisco Bay Area where he played against Stanford. That is a bold pick, my friend, going with the Panthers and the points. You do realize the previous two times that the 49ers have been 6-0, and they went to the NFC Championship game in 1990. The other time they were 6-0 and back in the mid-80s with Joe Montana, they won the whole thing. So I'm not saying they're going to win the whole thing, but it is interesting. That's the other two times they've gotten to 6-0 and uh, in, their, in their recent last 20 25 years of playing in the NFL, 30 years of playing in the NFL. Let's see what happens uh well, for that, on top of that uh, for that matchup. Go ahead. Let's
1: stay on San Francisco. Let's let's stay on here. How insane is it that they bring in Kyle Shanahan because they want the the fancy offensive coach, the guy that's going to score points. And they bring in Jimmy Garoppolo because he can sling it and you know, they absolutely love him at quarterback. That's not what's been winning the football games for them. Their front seven is vicious, yep. and their defense is absolutely legit. Uh, that's, that's what's winning football games for them. It's also what's winning football games for the Panthers as well. I, I like this to be a, uh, a slugfest here. So, yeah, yeah, Panthers plus five and a half. Uh, again, I think it's a field goal game either way. But, yeah, the, the San Francisco 49ers are absolutely legit. I love this thing.
0: All right. So much more on the NFL as we go along. Anthony Beck will be with me in a little while to talk more NFL. I got to come up with an NFL underdog or two. I love these guys for their insight. Once again, Gary and Chris on the Winning Cures Everything podcast, they have me on, which uh, coming off of last week, the fact that they invited me back, I say thank you to them. That's <laughs> Hopefully will earn my team a little better this week. Gary, plug away on where fans that are hearing you right now on Three Dog Thursday can find your podcast, the YouTube show, the whole thing fire away
1: yeah you can find everything over at winningcureseverything.com all of our social media platforms you can get us on twitter you can get me at garywce uh, you can get the show at winning cures of course we're on facebook on youtube and in any of your favorite podcast apps uh, that is the easiest spot to go grab us uh and we do appreciate you for having us on and for you coming on with us it's always a good entertaining conversation uh so yeah we're uh, we're gonna keep this thing rolling
0: And let's hope that we do with the underdogs. These guys were in Chicago last weekend and saw, uh, again, Ohio State bash Northwestern. But you were also there on the weekend for the Saints win. And Chris Giannini, your colleague, uh, came on here saying Saints, Saints, Saints with me. And the Saints got the win straight up. I mean, they've been tremendous uh, and got that win straight up against Chicago, a game that the Bears dressed up in the final two minutes. They blew them out. They they've been impressive, but the one thing I wanted to joke with you before you before you run, you you were talking with me. I was talking with you for the last couple of weeks about being in England, and I was there for the uh, the Bucks and the Panthers, but the World Cup of rugby was going on, and I tried to <laughs> convey to you guys how big a deal that is in Europe and worldwide, and you guys actually experienced it. Tell the story in the middle of the night, Chicago bar a- after the uh, the Ohio State Friday night bashing, uh, as I mentioned of Northwestern. You guys experience that the world cup of rugby was a big deal even in a chicago bar right
1: oh a hundred percent we went to an irish pub that was right next door to the hotel where we were staying in downtown chicago and we get back around 12 o'clock and we're deciding okay do we want to go to sleep and just get up early and do something like the old men that we are and we said okay we don't have the wives let's let's go out let's do something so we walk outside there's an irish pub right next door we walk over, it's about 1230, 1245 or so, and we walk in thinking, okay, well, they're supposed to close at two. I mean, it's got it on the door. It says, you know, we close at two o'clock. So we're like, okay, we'll hang out for an hour or so and then go back to the room. We get in and we're talking with the waitress and she explained, yeah, we're <laughs> actually going to get really busy and we'll be open until like five or six. And I said, okay, like, what is something going on? What am I missing? Is this an every weekend thing? No, the, uh, the, the Rugby World Cup is on. And, of course, I'm looking around. There's not very many people in this bar. I mean, we're talking maybe 10, 15 people in the entire place. And all of a sudden, right at 2 o'clock, this place fills up with a bunch of uh, fans of England and fans of Australia. And they are chanting and they are screaming and singing national anthems. And I mean it, it, they a guy got so excited at the first England uh whatever I guess goal
0: it's called a try it, I have learned it's called a try okay. their their touchdown See, is called a try so the first try he went bananas
1: <laughs> Oh he went so insane he picked up the table that was next to us <laughs> and flung all of the glass drinks off of it and just I mean there's shards of glass everywhere and these guys are losing their minds and we sat out until 4 o'clock in the morning, oh. well, until that game got out of hand. But it was the most entertaining thing that I've ever seen at 4 o'clock in the morning at a bar. I tried to tell you. <laughs> I, did I
0: not on your show try to tell you that they are bonkers for this World Cup of Rugby, which is about to finish up? Because I had seen it in the press box of Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, just outside of downtown London, for the Bucks-Panthers game. That it's, uh, it, it's mid-afternoon London time, and there's 25 guys crowded around. The Scotland Japan World Cup of Rugby game, hanging on every move, on every moment. So it's a big deal worldwide. We love our version of football, college, and the NFL. All over the world, they love rugby just as much. So I'm glad oh, you guys absolutely. got to experience. I'm glad you got out of there safely. It sounded like if things got out of hand, that there, you know, there might have been some rumbling going on, and you and Gina Nini might have had to raise the fists to get yourself out of that situation, to extricate yourself. So I'm glad you survived well, and you're here doing look, podcasts.
1: Chris, Chris is a big enough guy. I felt uh, I felt comfortable. Now I'm I'm a short dude. I'm not going to get in the middle of that, but I can hide behind Chris. And he can handle himself, so I'm good with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like the lead blocker to get you out. I'm you glad it. you experienced the World Cup of Rugby. You experienced a little shy town on the weekend, got back safely to the Mid South where these guys are based. Winningcureseverything.com is the site. Winning Cures is the podcast. Winning Cures Everything, at Winning Cures on Twitter. Find the YouTube show. As I keep joking, these guys are male models. You'll see Gary, you'll see Chris on uh, the Winning Cures Everything show. Good luck with your underdogs, Troy, Washington State, and the Carolina Panthers, Gary Seegers. I appreciate you hopping on Three Dog Thursday.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having us.